I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that talks about everything X-Men, but we're here talking about the consequences of AVX. Cyclops is in prison. We're in Ozclops now, Gary. Yep. Um, it's Ozclops. And this Cyclops co- takes a gigantic shit on Toad's head. This cover is very remarkable in that it's just him surrounded by a bunch of prison guys. Yep, with shivs and two shivs make a big X. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch yep. a lot of Oz? Did you watch that whole show when it was coming on? I watch none of it. I just know that at one point a guy takes a shit on another guy. Okay. That's the, that's the thing that came across. I don't remember if that's a David Simon joint, but I would really like to hear David Simon's reaction to that being like the only thing somebody knows about the wire. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's it's a, that's not a David Simon thing. It would be very funny. It'd be like, I don't know what the equivalent would be, you know, for the wire. Cause the wire didn't do anything quite that. It'd be like the only thing they know is the lesbian cop sex scenes sure yeah like that's you know, that's what you took, that's away, what they from they took away from the wire yeah <laughs> yeah like, you know she's real police and also that scene was fucking hot uh, <laughs> dude thank you for making the wire i jerk off to it all the time like excuse me do what <laughs> what is your problem man with, with how david simon is on twitter i think that we'd be lucky if we got a what is your problem i think we'd get Oh, like a, something a lot more annoying. Oh, like a fucking medium uh, article about it or some shit. I, I, yeah. I remember joining Twitter and being like, oh, David Simon's here. Interesting. I want to see what's going on at that. No, 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 thank oh. you. No, thank you. I am. <laughs> this was not a good plan for I'm me good. to do at all. So, you know, I love those shows. But fuck, man. I might say shows. It's really just the wire and the, and the corner. I'm not like going to bat for John from Cincinnati. Oh, no, that's John from Cincinnati. Him or the Deadwood guy. I think it's, it's well, the Deadwood guy is in it. Um, I don't know that the, the guy that made Deadwood, the Deadwood guy went on to make Luck, that show where they killed all the they horses. killed all the horses. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so he's and probably John from Cincinnati. Might be Carnival. I man, I don't know. Yeah, Prestige TV. It, it gets real. It gets real hard. I do know that uh, David Simon did Treme because that got a lot of good reviews. Yeah, yeah. And then um, oh yeah, there's I think he's currently doing or maybe it's over with now. Um, oh fuck, I forgot the name of it. It's the one about like the the birth of porn in New York. Where uh, okay, um, that the sex pest plays two guys. He's play, he plays twins. Um, gotcha. why can't I, why can't I remember his name? Seth Rogen's buddy, Franco, James Franco. Oh, uh, James Franco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that show's pretty good, Seth, Seth despite Rogen's the Franco quotient. Sex pest goblin. Yeah. Um. Um. Consequences. Let's let's get into Cyclops getting stabbed. Yeah. But but this is mostly just a conversation. Uh, this this issue i think that this is um is one of one of the coolest uh or excuse me one of the best like s- scenes between cyclops and wolverine that we've had in a long time you, you mentioned this on an earlier episode that like this feels way better than like schism did even where they were supposed yeah. to have this argument about child soldiers and what it's worth to to fight this war and win this war and things like that uh and it feels like that this conversation has been building and it's just so fucking solid and I, I, i'm gonna give huge props to the art because the art is so dramatic in picturing just these two dudes sitting across from one another it does such a good job of building tension and i, I, I love this i love this almost this entire yeah. issue it reminds me a little bit of uh the last thing that we covered in the show which was wolverine and cyclops drinking which was in new x-men mm-hmm. where they go to the hellfire club and like that's a great yeah like dialogue issue mm-hmm. between these two characters i like that version of these two characters more like the Wolverine respects Cyclops version of X-Men before he's decided, you know, not to, uh, but it is, uh, it's a similar quality, similar caliber. Yeah. Uh, very good. And I love, uh, you know, Cyclops being really smart and tactical, even in, you know, non-battle situations. Me too. 
Yeah, this is just a really good exploration of his character, especially his character as it exists right now, right? Like, because this isn't the Cyclops that we've known. Like, this dude has significantly changed, as we're going to find out over the course of this this miniseries. And we're starting to see the glimmer of that now. Um, And they start to talk, and they sit down, and, you know, Wolverine's just chugging some beer and throwing it on the floor because he knows that's going to kind of annoy Cyclops a little bit, right? Like, Cyclops is a real fastidious guy. all the beers, but they're just for him. Of course, yeah. You know? Yeah. Brought a six pack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, yeah, it starts off. He's, he's just like, I don't want to talk to you. I need to talk to you. There's a difference. Sit down. Uh, drinks those beers. And this is where, you know, he's like, you know, says, talks about Xavier, bringing him up. Cyclops starts saying he didn't want to do it. You know, it, it wasn't me. I was, I was phoenixed up. And Wolverine says it doesn't matter because you started walking on a path that you knew might end uh, really shitty. And it was what he, you know, Xavier taught you not to do that. You had your right wits and you still kept walking. You know, you did it no matter what. Uh, Similar to like when people blame things, like when they're like, it wasn't, you know, it's not my fault. I was drunk. And then like the response is like, well, you decided to drink. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You were the one that put yourself in this situation to be able to make those decisions while you were drunk. Um, And, and Cyclops says like, it kind of interrupts because, you know, at this point Wolverine's going on a a little bit of a, of a role here. You get, he's getting his his wind up and Cyclops is like, Hey, I'm not trying to dodge anything. This is definitely my responsibility. Uh, I would just, I wouldn't ever do that. Like, that's not what I'm built to do. Like, that's not even in the darkest part of me. I just did what I had to do. That's what you taught me. If anybody that would understand that, I think it would be you. And on top of that, you almost ruined the entire goddamn thing. And it very quickly switches so that Cyclops is now ranting of like, you know, you had your new school of mutants because I was the one out there willing to protect you. Like you weren't willing to fight and I was, and you rewarded me by trying to kill hope, which is the person that fucking saved our race. Like you giant asshole. Yeah. You imagine what would happen if you had succeeded. Exactly. You know that. And he says like, there are people who get to judge me, but you're not, not you, you know? And this is even putting aside the fact that Wolverine's kid, like Wolverine's body count is higher than any superhero other than like the Punisher. Sure. Yeah. You know? And there's probably Wolverine's an argument so that people. like the Punisher, like that's probably pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it, yeah, Wolverine's live a lot longer. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Frank Castle uh, isn't 400 hand. years old. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the Wolverine just being, and Wolverine, I get that Wolverine isn't just saying, yo, you don't kill. He's saying you don't kill Charles Xavier, you know? And I also get that Wolverine resents Cyclops for convincing him to do X-Force and stuff, but it's not like the reason why he convinced Wolverine to do X-Force is because he's a dude who would do an X-Force. Yeah. You know? Um, so Cyclops like, you know, and, but you're here to judge me, judge, jury and executioner, right? You're going to kill me. Wolverine says, you know, don't push it. And is, is trying to cool himself down and Cyclops keeps needling him, you know? Uh, and he's like, I know what it felt like to be Gene more than ever. Like I understand her better than you ever will. Yeah. You know, I've been in the Phoenix and this is the last straw for, for Wolverine. He smashes the table, gets up to, to Cyclops and is about, you know, pops claws and is about to kill him. And Cyclops just lays there. Yeah. Does not even try to fight back. Uh, I also, before we get into like the rest of this, I think that we should talk about like just the different like uh, body posture of these two characters. Like Cyclops looks like very like deflated and withdrawn, whereas, you know, Wolverine is the big hulking brute. Uh, But I just, I love this kind of like almost nerdy Cyclops that we see. Like he's still like in shape or whatever, but like he's just like withdrawn and and, and just looks like nothing matters basically. 
Um, he's probably not being like fed super well or anything. Yeah, he looks a little wiry, I guess, yeah. and that's that's I don't like my I don't like it when Cyclops is all fucking beef caked up. I really it really bothers me. Um, yeah. But just the difference in these two characters uh, and the two body postures as they're even sitting at the table. Um, also, they make this thing really dramatic, like you know, it's Wolverine smash this table apart. But I've got like two of these tables in my carport, dude. Like they're really easy to break. <laughs> like it's not it's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they're plastic tables. <laughs> I broke them before playing yeah. board games. It's not it's not it's not a big, big deal. Um, but and but as he as Wolverine pops his claws and is about to kill Cyclops, he realizes like, wait, this is what you wanted me to do. Um, and I maybe yeah. I'm just not a good X Men fan that I've never noticed that it's snicked on the way out and snacked on the way in. Does that? Oh, absolutely, snick snack. It's it's always snick snacked, and I just maybe not wasn't quite aware of it. Not always. Okay, but this is this isn't the first time. Sometimes it's snick snicked. Sometimes it doesn't make a, a sound effect when it comes back in, but I have definitely seen snacked. Okay, before snacked is really good to me. I love it so much. I think when he says snacked, I think little forks should come out and pierce Vienna sausages. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Don't bring out the snacked unless you're willing to bring out the snacks. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, <laughs> snacked for snacks. Um, but I love this. You know, he's like, "Oh, you want it? You're breaking bad vibes, right? Like, you know, you're, you're trying to suicide by Wolverine, but you know, Cyclops is still." fighting the good fight in his head and being tactical. He's like, of course I want that. You know, I can't do anything good for my cause. If I die, I'm a martyr. In a few years, some kid's going to show up at your school with a Cyclops was right. T-shirt. Fucking yeah. It's, and his name is going to be Jeremy Greer. Good. He's not going to be a mutant. And he's going to be 42 years old. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know? <laughs> and then uh, Cyclops continues. Cause he's thought about every, you know, event- eventuality. Um, he's like, uh, you know, I, even if that doesn't happen, you know, what I want doesn't matter. Like if I go to trial, um, there's going to be diminished responsibility or insanity because I was possessed by a cosmic entity. You know, I might even walk free. So they're never going to let me go to trial. They're either going to disappear me, which Captain America wouldn't let them do, or I'm just going to stay here and the problem's going to go away. Uh, you know, I'm going to get killed in an Oz fashion. I'd much rather have you do it. You know, you're the best person I know at it and it'll be quick. God, and I love you I love the, Wolverine's line here yeah. of like Scott. Only you can take all the fun out of wanting to murder someone you hate. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's so good. good. Like you know, and just thinking about all the eventualities, I love tactical Scott. Yeah, yeah, um, good shit. Uh, and then this is when Wolverine makes his pitch finally. Like they've gotten all this kind of yeah. emotional stuff out, and I think that Wolverine is being a little tactical here too of like getting the emotional stuff out there first and like getting everyone's blood up and then going into like, Hey, you need to help us bring in your team. Like we've got to get Magneto and danger and magic and Colossus and Namor. We, we, they, they've got to come in and have a conversation or else like all of the kids that you're saying that you were protecting they're they're going to have sentinels come after them. Like they're, because they are going to do that. Um, and you know, it, and he kind of, he, he implores him like, come on, like at least, at least ask them, at least communicate with them and don't let the rest of us down. Um, really playing to Cyclops' pride and his, you know, the his desire to, you know, not only, you know, inspire the mutant race, but protect it. Yeah. Yep. It's it's a good a good tactic. And Cyclops doesn't uh doesn't fall for this. Nope. He starts trying to bargain. You know. He's like, okay, so like where is Emma? Where is Hope? If you tell me that, then I maybe I'll I'll bargain with you. And Wolverine's not there to bargain. Nope. And, you know, fuck you, Scott. Like I'm out. Like he knows that he's scheming. It throws a fucking you know, beer can at him, where, dude. It's so fucking rude. Yeah, yeah. Asking where where hope was was the, the exact wrong thing to do. Yes. You know, still on his bullshit. Uh, he tells Scott to go to hell, and Scott says, I can, and I did. Um, and, dude, that's 
that's enough of a comic book. You could end the comic book at 18 pages right there and just yeah. be done. Uh, but we're going to, we're going to continue a little bit as uh, Wolverine and his, um, what is his friend? Is it Jake or what is his friend's name? Do you know? I, I, they name him at some point, but I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but basically he doesn't seem very important. It's, he's not little orange man. Yeah. He's basically yeah. being fridged for a Cyclops at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, but the, he, we get the story of how this other mutant that was in the prison before Cyclops got there uh, was, you know, how he found his powers, which is he was being attacked uh, by a, a bigger dude with a bunch of no more mutants tattoos. Um, and that's when his powers surged and he, you know, blew up in a ball of purple light uh, and then got the shit beat out of him by a bunch of guards. Yep. I woke up there in a, in a private cell, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and this starts off, Cyclops starts saying, you know, how can you be up so upbeat about this? And they'll, they'll talk about it in the next issue where he's like, are you kidding me? This is awesome. I'm a mutant. Like he's into it. Yeah. Um, but Cyclops notices everything has gone quiet. You know, all the, everyone left and the guards left. Yeah. Which is a real thing that happens in prisons. Uh, I understand, mm-hmm. especially in private prisons. I've read that, that novella length, uh, you know, investigative journalism thing about private prisons. That's like stomach churning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they, they basically just have allowed several convicts in with shivs, including the guy that the mutant, uh, his powers manifested on to kill them unsupervised. Yeah. Um, and this ends with the, you know, the kid being like, oh, they're going to kill. And he, and cycles, no, that's not the word. Not kill martyr Got him. and holds his arms out. <laughs> it's so cool. It, like he doesn't end up actually going for this, No, but it's, it's such a baller line. The, um, I'm, I know it's just a, it's a no nothing character and he's just a big ball of muscular hate, but the guy like the, the shiv dude that beat up the other guy and then it's now coming for uh, Cyclops is just full of like anti mutant tattoos. Like you can see on his arm in the last panel where it says something like we will destroy the children of the atom. And I'm just like, where, what's your story, dude? Like what happened? To, who did this? Who, what was her name? And what did she do to you? You're like, you mean the tattoo artist? <laughs> like what? Can, can you make it say we will destroy the children of the atom? Is that a band? What, are you, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah. And we will, and you will know us from the trail of the uh, children of the atom yeah. that we leave in our wake. Yeah. yeah we're going to give you a Godspeed tramp stamp. You, Mm. big sack of motherfucker um yeah it's a it's pretty silly but uh, again like man i i don't know that i've uh read like a superhero oz comic yeah this is good this you is know? good stuff cyclops in jail is a super cool idea and i and i um, like this like like insight into cyclops's mind because over the next three issues like we're gonna dude's gonna do it some shit like it's, some stuff changes and yeah. it, it makes me real excited yeah, to yeah. read more cyclops in this era to see how it ends up doing um, of course until we get to the eventual like what feels like a total reboot of everything in Hoxpox. uh so yeah the Kr- krakoa era where cyclops is like a fun loving yeah you know dude but I'll, I'll, um, I'll like my dark I haven't clubs. read. I, I fell off of that. It's, it's, it's on my list, but I, that could definitely change. Yeah. So I haven't read any of that stuff just because, um, it's hard enough keeping one timeline of X-Men and straight. So I didn't want to try to confuse myself on this, this yeah. podcast to do stuff, but, um, same, same. Like I was, I was just like putting it off cause I know it'll be there. Um, it's also something too, where, uh, the comic podcast I listen to, um, I only listen to one and it never comes out and it, it only covers a couple things, but I'm just attached to it. Um, they, uh, they talked about it and they were saying how, uh, there's definitely like an end that Matt Fraction had for the story, but the editors and other writers said like, Hey, this is a really fun, like universe. We'd like to tell stories here for a little while. So instead of getting to its climax of that stuff, it's chilled Uh, is my understanding. Like they're doing other kinds of stories in it and that's fine. Like I don't, I don't mind that, but I wanted to see 
basically how that house of cards fell down. Like as soon as the X-Men show up in movies, they're going to reboot and be a school again with professor Xavier. I'm almost certain, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just want to see how it happened because yeah. the Krakoa era is really interesting. Um, also just to save us some, so. some, some, some email, you mentioned, um, Matt Fraction. I think you meant Jonathan Hickman on some of that stuff. I did mean Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. So just to, yeah. just to save us some, somebody trying to correct you, like you don't know what you're doing. I'm going to do it for them. So I get those, those guys mixed up sometimes. I mean, I look at um, the comic books writers. I've never met any of them. I don't know what any, <laughs> any of them look like. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've met, uh, Matt, Fra- not Matt, but I went to a reading Matt Fraction did. Uh, but I do not know what Jonathan Hickman looks like. Um, anywho, that's it for this issue. We're going to be back next week with the rest of consequences and then our final AVX wrap up. Yep. And then we will never talk about a situation where the Avengers are fighting the X-Men again. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, uh, if you're listening to this, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support us and get bonus episodes from the network, go to patreoncom duckfeedtv. Yes, please do. Uh, your support means a lot to us. Um, you, some of you may know that we've been doing a pretty big change in the way that we provide you all of the exclusive content that you get when you support the network. Uh, please bear with us with mm-hmm. some technical difficulties as we're doing that. If you have questions, there's some lengthy posts on the Patreon that has uh, a lot of questions and a, that are have already been answered. Please uh, read through that, Control F through that, and um, if you still need help, reach out to me or Cole, and we will try our best to get you taken care of. Um, and in the meantime, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for supporting us. It means a lot. Yeah, it's it's uh, life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, see you next time. See you later, everybody. Bye. <laughs>